Welcome to Run With It, Canada's running fitness and health program. On this month's episode, I was in conversation with entrepreneur Kristen Marquet, who talks about how she maintains a healthy lifestyle, so stay tuned for that. But first, let's go to the Sports Doctor is in segment. Check this out. I'm excited to have back on the show Dr. Bob Well, known as Dr. Bob, who is a respected sports podiatrist and radio host of the Sports Doctor. And he's here today to talk about is less better in running shoes? Like, that is the question. Welcome, Dr. Bob. Hey, Christine. It's always great to see you. Happy spring, everybody. Quick shout out to my radio colleague, Noah Perlis, uh, who uh, 75 years old. He's still running track. He was in the uh, Penn Relays last week in uh, Philadelphia. Bronze medal. And they're four by 100, 75-year-old sprinter. Oh. I've shown his picture a couple of times with all his gold medals around his neck. On the, uh, <laughs> But anyway, it's a great topic. You know, uh, I, I, it's got to be 10 years ago already. I was writing about what about barefoot running? What about less is better? And here's uh, my thoughts for uh, uh, all the runners. If you're somebody who's done well, who has not had injury problems, whether it's foot, ankles, shin splints, knees, et cetera, et cetera, and you want to uh, look at a lighter shoe, a less structured shoe, I wouldn't argue with you. Uh, as a rule, I tell runners all the time, if you've got a shoe that works for you, stick with it. Uh, because this is, you know, like cars, every year this, this changes in the running shoe world, you know, like there is with car uh, 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 platforms and uh, different kinds of uh, options. So uh, if you've got shoes that you like, you could stick with them. Uh, if you want to, uh, again, you've got that fairly clear history and you want to try something lighter, number one, always stick with a name brand. Again, there's plenty of great name brands, whether it's New Balance, whether it's Nike, whether it's Adidas, Puma. Uh, Skechers has really, really come on with their podiatrist-recommended arch support. Uh, I begged my friends at New Balance to jump on that. They didn't listen, <laughs> and Skechers did it. Podiatry certified. Uh, so uh, the idea of the lighter shoe, just for the thought of it, the idea of it, like it's going to make a difference in your performance is iffy. Mm -hmm. We've seen probably overall, uh, whether it was, again, very, very, very minimal structured shoes, even sometimes barefoot running. Uh, and we always liked barefoot running. If you wanted to mix it in your training, if you were on a good golf course or on the beach, a surface you could really uh, like as far as routine running, it was all sorts of problems. It was a, it was a phase. So, uh, again, Christine, the, uh, if, we, if you have no history of injury, you want to try something lighter with the name brand, uh, then I wouldn't fight with you. You could mix it in and see how you do. As a general rule, the answer to is lighter or less better, it's no. It's not no. better. It's just another option. Right. And the question I have is that to get the tips are you want to go to especially running shoe store to get properly fitted. You want to make sure that you tell them your training needs and you also want to have an extra pair of shoes. Correct, Dr. Bob? Oh, easy. You know, you just mentioned one of the most important things, Christine, is you want to be measured properly. 
I can't tell you people, oh, you know, I was nine and a half in college and gee, I think I'm always the same. And guess what? You're 10 and a half. Women who have had pregnancies, their shoe size, their foot size uh, can change. So you absolutely want to be measured by a reputable running, walking shoe store. And you want to be able to, again, be able to discuss with them you know, what your training habits might be. Are you somebody who's running, you know, 50 miles a week, 10 10 miles a day? We get into the whole overuse, (laughs) uh, you know, uh, situation that we've talked about numerous times before, you know, that that whether again, whether more is better. uh, And we want to be able to uh, understand another great point you made, which is, again, always have a second pair and you can switch off. The reality is in running shoes, if you, you got to change them, if you're running four or five days a week, you got to change those shoes at least a couple times a year. Yes. I don't care how good the shoes still look or the fact that you don't have holes in the soles. The shock absorbing material of the running shoe compresses down where you have less support, especially if you're somebody who's running you know, uh, uh, 40, 50 miles a week or more. Uh, and if you're in the climates, which are problematic, which is a lot of us, uh, then again, you want to be paying attention. The upper part of the running shoe many times is also what is much more stretchable. So you might see if you're starting to lean out when you look at the back of your shoes or you're collapsing in, change them. If you don't have vertical heels, if you're not looking at the back of the shoe on a counter and the fact that it's vertical and it's not collapsed one way or another uh, then you want to be paying attention to that especially if you're ordering shoes online and you know you got it's it's just much smarter to be fitted properly Uh, i also tell runners another i hang around in the new shoes day or two in the house can't tell you it's happened to me you know i bought the shoes hey they felt great in the store you know, and then, you know, two days later, I don't know, these two snug? Did I have a, you know, wear your running socks with you. Get fitted later in the day. There is some slight swelling difference from morning being fitted to later in the day. So also keep that in mind, you know, but again, for the idea that a lighter shoe is going to benefit your performance let alone benefit you by preventing problems, which is all we care about. Not the smartest thing, unless, again, you're already somebody who's been running for a while. You really know that you haven't had problems and you want to see how that goes. Then I wouldn't fight with you forever. Um, But we want to consider those also points, like you said, uh, which is changing shoes. Uh, And again, your running shoes should be your running shoes. If yes. you wear, and it's hey, it's hard to beat running or walking shoes every day biomechanically. The best support, the best shock absorption, whether you're a grandma, whether you are a, an individual who's in their 30s or 40s and it's stylish, absolutely today, it's hard to beat good running shoes or walking shoes. They don't last. Forever, And that's the difference between a pair of shoes you might have bought years ago uh, and they are still structurally sound and you don't have to trade them in all the time. The running shoes don't last forever. 
And if you're wearing them a lot, so the shoes you're running in should be exclusive. I would even include walking. Same criteria. Just, you know, the difference is uh, uh, much more structurally um, uh, concerning when we're doing running. Uh, and, you know, every time you're out jogging and running, you're doubling and tripling your body weight. Yes. And Dr. Bob, where can people go to get more information? Uh, my website, sportsdoctorradio.com. If they go over to radio shows, they could, uh, it, we've got years worth of shows. They could find four or five shows with you. We've had you as a guest on and off for a couple of years. If they go over to newspaper articles and magazines, they can read an array of topics. And again, the sports doctor's got a big umbrella of topics, Christine, whether it's concussions, whether it's nutrition, whether it's sports psychology, all these things that are called the mental game. You can find out about all of that and chime in uh, uh, with us. And uh, if they've got a topic of real interest between the two of us, we'll include it. Um, as everybody is running with it, with your great show out there in British Columbia. Thank you so much, Dr. Bob. Great to see you with our new fan, our new format here. Hopefully we, uh, we did well. See you next time, everybody. I'm excited to have back on the show Kristen Marquet who is the owner and creative director of Marquet Media, LLC. And she's also an accomplished author, publicist, and founder of M Founder. And she is really into fitness. And this is what we'll be talking today. How does she fit fitness into her busy lifestyle? Welcome back, Kristen. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. So, you know, how do you do it? I mean, you wear many hats. You, you know, I, I just, you know, for the viewers and listeners out there who are entrepreneurs or, you know, who want to be entrepreneur, how, how do you, what does it look like? Well, you know, I start my day pretty early, you know, I end my day pretty early, <laughs> but, you know, I usually will work out for the first hour of the day. If I have more time, you know, I'll do something a little bit longer, but it's Monday through Friday. And then usually Saturdays, if it's nice out, my husband and I will do a longer walk. And then Sundays, I usually do endurance runs, which are usually 90 minutes to two hours. It depends on also the weather and, you know, if I can get out and how many people are outside, that's, that's the other thing. But, um, you know, I just do it. You know, there are days where I don't feel like doing it. Trust me. But, uh, but I think that if I don't end up working out consistently for, you know, a week or two weeks, you know, I just kind of feel off kilter. Um, but really it's waking up early, scheduling it in. Um, and it helps set the tone for the rest of my day. Yeah. So it's sort of like, you know, making your appointment with yourself and it's, it's to get into a healthy habit. So when you say there's when some days you don't feel like it, what is it um, that gets you out the door? Um, you know, it's like self-motivation, self-coercion, you know, <laughs> and I, I, a lot of the times I think it's just the anticipation of being able to go for a run or lift weights or whatever. 
um, I find the anticipation to be worse than the actual task. And, you know, the longer you procrastinate, the worse the anticipation is going to get. So if you can not procrastinate and just get your butt in gear, it's going to be a lot easier to do, right? Yeah. So it's like, I guess, like brushing your teeth. It's like you think of it that way. It's sort of, you know, it'll be easier. It's like psychologically to get out there and do it. You know, mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, it's sort of like when I was saying you're wearing many hats, like, is there a time of day that you prefer? I know you say mornings, you like to do your runs, but say like you're on a deadline, uh, you know, would you run like in the afternoon or would you do something else? Like, would you do like weights instead or, uh, you know, what would you change it up? That's a really good question. If I, if I have a deadline, then I will move my run or my workout to the afternoon or evening. Um, but I generally try and get longer deadlines. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not really, I don't, I don't do well when I have a ton of things that I have to get done in a very short amount of time. Um, so I like to try and plan out my, my schedule, my day and give me enough of a buffer where I can get everything done. Um, so I'm not completely stressed out, you know, like I had friends in college and, you know, my husband, for example, you know, I mean, he thrives under pressure, you know, I mean, if he has to write a mediation statement, you know, that's 25 pages long, he'll start it the night before. And that keeps him going. That for me would be too anxiety inducing, you know, I would have to start it like the minute I found out about it because I'm also the person that rewrites and writes and rewrites and redesigns and re-strategizes, you know, it's not like a one and done. My brain isn't the type of person to be one and done, work on one thing and then move to the next. Like I revise and revise and revise and probably more to my detriment than anything else. Um, But it's just the way I am, you know, that's the way I've been since I've you know, I've been a kid. <laughs> yeah. So no, it's inspiring. And what do you love most about working out? Um, you know, I, I, I think afterwards, just feeling a sense of accomplishment and also having more energy, um, and just being able to think more clearly, you know, I mean, there's so many benefits. Um, and it's, for me, it's a confluence of those three things. Yeah. So now it's a, an entrepreneur, uh, Uber entrepreneur. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, it, it really helps with, um, when you do work out, it helps with your, your other sides of your life, like you're as an entrepreneur, I should say, and in other areas in your life, uh, you can, you're more calm. You, you feel you can deal with stress better. There's just a mentally as well. It helps. Absolutely. I fully agree. Yes. And so tell us, um, you know, do you have like a favorite running gear? Like how do you, you work out in the winter? Like, <laughs> You know, that's actually a really good question. I haven't really put much thought into it. You know, I mean, I'm a Nike, a devout Nike shoe runner. Um, but that just happened within the last 10 years when I would run when I was younger, when I was in school. And even in my 20s, you know, I would use New Balance or Saucony. Uh, but those just, my feet have changed. They, they just don't give me the support that I need. 
Um, in terms of winter workout gear, um, anything moisture wicking, generally anything by Viore is great um, to you know prevent chafing because running in the winter could suck. Um, oh Jesus, yeah, yeah, it's it'd be really painful. Um, and during the summer, you know, it's more of just more Viore, but just lighter layers, um, stuff that's moisture wicking. Uh, if it's really humid outside, then I'll hop on the treadmill, you know, uh, or, or, you know, try to avoid going outside because our, our our summers could be really brutal here in New York. Yes. And it's also like being careful, right? Um, mm-hmm. and falling, listening to your body and, and, you know, just um, taking baby steps. But for those who are learning to run or want to learn to run, any advice or tips you can share? Yeah. You know, just take it slow. You know, I mean, you're not, if you're not a runner, um, or you're not really, you haven't been involved in fitness and you want to get involved, kind of make a start transitioning into a healthy lifestyle, you know, I mean, go easy on yourself and start with taking walks. Um, do some brisk walking in between and then just work up your energy and your endurance. And, you know, um, at some point you'll be able to run faster. Maybe you'll have a 10 minute mile, which is actually really good, especially for people that are in our age group, you know, uh, that are not runners. I mean, even for people that are runners, right. I think that that's actually a pretty decent time. Um, but just take it slowly and listen to your body and, you know, don't condemn yourself or beat yourself up if, you know, you can't run a mile because, you know, we all started from somewhere, you know. Exactly. And which leads me to the next question. How important is this nutrition? You got to fuel the body, right? You're out there running 10 miles or, you know, or a mile at the beginning. It's, I mean, I would say it's probably 70% of the equation, you know, I mean, if you're going to eat crap and processed foods and cakes and cookies and all this, Mm -hmm. I mean, you're not going to have the energy that you need to become a sustainable runner. Whereas, you know, if you start eating healthy, you know, egg whites and just being very conscientious about what you put in your body, you know, the better you're going to feel and the further you're going to be able to go. I mean, it's not rocket science, mm-hmm. you know, and you, uh, what works for me isn't going to work. Probably isn't going to work for you because every, everybody's bodies are so different. You know, their mm-hmm. metabolisms are different. Um, ages, you know, muscle mass, uh, genetics, <laughs> you know, uh, whether you have a th- issue with your thyroid, you know, I mean, there are a million different variables, but at the end of the day, it really, you have to do what feels best for you. And if somebody despises running, um, they're probably never going to love it. So find something else. Maybe you like cycling. Maybe you'll like doing you know, maybe swimming, maybe dancing. I don't know. Um, but my advice is to just get moving, just do something every day for 20 minutes. Yes. And soon you'll be really surprised by your results, right? And no, that's wonderful. And you know, for what is next for you? I mean, for your events and for your, your busy, you know, your entrepreneur 
projects to tell their viewers and listeners? Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to continue to work on Femme Founder and, um, you know, continue to work with my, my group of clients that I have. Um, and, you know, I'm going to be going back to school in the fall um, for some more digital marketing and branding coursework, just because that's where our clients need support. So I'm going to be doing that and, and just really being able to focus on delivering more value to them. Cause at the end of the day, you know, if they're not happy, <laughs> I don't have a business. No. Oh my goodness. So that's another um, add on to your many hats, you know, mm-hmm. so that's why running or working on so important. And, but like, Speaking of which, are you going to be doing any running events or anything coming up? Nothing professionally, you know, I mean, maybe in May there's, there's a 10 K that's local. So I might end up signing up for that, but you know, no marathons. I'm, I'm not like, I don't like running in groups because I don't like people around me when I run, uh, you know, I'm just like that weird person that just goes <laughs> and like solo running, um so no i don't have anything uh, on this you know officially on my docket um but you know i have endurance runs um you know like i said every sunday uh, as long as the weather is conducive to it and um and that's pretty much it oh that's wonderful and is there anything else you like to add uh yeah like just don't be afraid of taking that first step and, you know, find out what you like, find out where you're skilled and also don't be afraid to try out different types of workouts. Thanks for watching. If you have a question or comment about today's episode, go to our website, which is runwithit.ca. Until next time, run with it. Run with it is sponsored by Mallory's Fashion Network, The Rio Theater, and Craft Hair Academy.